You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Priya. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Hey! <laughs> How are you doing, my lovely? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a lazy day. Nice. That's what we love. That's what the quarantine, this time of year, 2020, it's all about the lazy days. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah. About, it's just about like taking things as, you know, I haven't had an alarm on my phone in months. I just yeah. allowed myself to wake up when my body wants to wake up. Yeah, I think my phone thing. is a little bit concerned with me because yesterday I came up with this like new bedtime feature. It was like set a regular time to go to sleep and wake up. Yeah. We're going to monitor what apps you use when you're in bed. Oh, wow. <gasps> Speaking. Oh, my God. That is that. We were literally just talking about <laughs> how we need to start, like, monitoring our use of our phones and how it can be bad for our mental health. And, like... Yeah, it, it, it's got this new feature now where it's able to tell you what you're using and for how long when you're actually in bed before you go to sleep. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. incredible. And then it turns your phone grayscale as well. So that you Yeah, I mean, we, you, you need that. You need that that horrible blue light that actually yeah, makes you stay awake. You. It really, really, yeah, fucks with your eyes and your, wow. your brain. Yeah, your brain. Um, and I think most of us, probably everyone listening to this podcast, like looks at their phone the first thing that they do when they wake up, and it's the last thing they look at when they go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's because we are so bloody attached to these piece of shit, sneaky little <laughs> fucking mini computers. Yeah. So, Priya, please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, um, I'm 29 years old. I was a sex worker for about five or six years. Mm-hmm. Um, just during my last year, I started my, uh, last, uh, my last year of university. And since then, I've, I left, like, I finished it last year. And I've been since doing what they call civvy work. <laughs> What's civvy work? work? Just like, As in, like people, people refer to yeah, people refer to like non-sex workers civilians, which I find really funny because it's like a military term. That's that hilarious. <laughs> civvy work, yeah, the civilian yeah. work. What, what, yeah, the normal yeah, work. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's been like when you did sex work, were you on OnlyFans? No, I I kind of missed. Well, how long has OnlyFans been around? I guess it's been around for a while, but it's only really got mainstream attention. Yes, recently. since lockdown, really. Since yeah. the pandemic, yeah. Mm. Um, no, I never. I only ever did like in person, full service work. Oh, okay, cool. I did start doing. I, I started off by doing cam work actually, just to mm-hmm. like dip my toes in. But I wasn't really good at it. It was one It was just that it requires a lot of like marketing, yeah. and knowledge and a lot of effort um, in that regard, and I was never really good at that. Mm-hmm. And, so, yeah, yeah, the reason the reason I asked is just because there's been like this huge scandal with um, what's her name? What's her, yeah. yeah, Bella Thorne. Yeah, changing up OnlyFans and now like they've changed all the policies that I are going to make it harder for sex workers. Yeah, it's kind of impressive that she's like single handedly fucked everything. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the juicy details of the podcast. 
fuck number one. The last fuck. Um, it was a fucking long time ago. Uh, was it, it was like around Christmas, I think. Like, oh, nice. it was in December. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like a Christmas fuck. <laughs> oh, good old Santa. <laughs> Underneath the mistletoe. Uh, nah, it was like, um, it was just like a mate. It mm-hmm. was good. It was, it was good. It, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Has it, would you say it was sufficient enough to see through all these all these months without a fuck? <sighs> I mean, I, no, not really. But at the same time, it's like I don't even know. It's, it's, I feel like now I've just gone past the point of horny because it's like, yeah, you know, because because it was like for ages I was just like I haven't touched. I live on my own as well, so I was like I haven't touched anyone for months. <laughs> it wow, feels it feels weird, and like yeah, now I'm just like. Oh, the idea of it is terrifying especially when Mm. you kind of get in that hole of i i haven't left the house in a while i haven't gone to the shops i haven't hugged my friends or been on public transport and that it's really hard to get out of that habit and to feel less gross about it it's like almost like we have to push ourselves to do these things even if they're deemed unsafe depending on you know your friends family and people's Mm. points of view Mm. um to to prove to yourself that you aren't going to die if that's going to happen and you don't need to carry on with life otherwise i mean my mates had a really good point because i've been terrified of covid for so long and she was like well you may as well be terrified of death then and you may as well go through and of course with obsessive compulsive disorder that is a real fear that i've managed to conquer Mm. is being is getting over the fear of death And Mm. it's the same with COVID. It's getting over the fear of catching COVID and potentially passing it on. Because otherwise that's no life to live. If we if we if we feared death, we'd we'd end up being yeah, we'd end up having no lives. And it's the same same with COVID. It's a tricky one because everyone has to I mean everyone has to do what they need to do um, in order to keep their mental health in check i think and that's mm-hmm. if so if if you can go without sex for months and months and months then do it like if it's not a big deal then then don't have sex like we don't have to have sex yeah to live to feel I mean, yeah to live yeah, yeah to, to literally survive it's not yeah we water, don't need but, it um yeah it's, it's funny because like you know i've seen a lot of sex workers obviously suffering during this period of time because you know their income relies on meeting yeah. people in person mm-hmm. and um it's kind of interesting to see from clients perspectives as well like how their I don't know I guess their sort of sense of entitlement has had to like what at what point does that necessarily like override this need for safety and I'm you know obviously I don't have any judgments towards any sex workers who were working during the pandemic because they had to yeah um it's, it's, a, it's know, a living I, it's a job yeah, exactly but I question you know I clients in there <laughs> yeah 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 well that's it well, we're in the, we're in this weird age of judgment like everyone mm. judges each other and it's really brought out a lot of people's characters of yeah of like what you think of your friends and what you think of the people around you right and, yeah you know if if you're like thinking oh i can't believe that you are going out and, and mm. working when you should be at home quarantining or you've got the opposite where it's like like oh, you're crazy for staying home when you actually need to go out and work and go and see your friends. Mm. And it's, yeah, I've I've caught myself judging people way more during this time and thinking, mm. oh, how mm. scandalous. And that's, yeah. that's not me. That's not us. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about sex here. I don't yeah, know what's this happened. Got into a very, like, <laughs> this is not what we wanted. Fuck two. 
the first fuck. Um, it's funny because it's like I, when I lost my virginity, I was like seventeen. I think I was like seventeen, and it was like my first boyfriend in school. Mm-hmm. But it was so I don't even know. I don't even think like either of us realized it even actually happened because it was so. <laughs> I remember we tried like a lot of times, and it was really painful. And then he just got he like he just he just like lost his boner because it just took too long. Yeah. For it to, and then I think there was just like there was one time when it was just like I it would just hurt a lot, and then I realized afterwards that I bled. So it's like, well, I guess that happened, but it was never like actually. And then like the next time I had sex, it was just like a one night stand. And it was like, you know, I felt like it took a while for sex to even like stop being painful. Yeah, I think that that happens as well when, yeah, it's not going to be like smooth sailing. As soon as you like, just because you lost your virginity doesn't mean that the that there's not going to be pain and discomfort Mm. i remember i mean maybe there wouldn't be if we actually used lube and got actually properly relaxed and did proper proper foreplay because you can you can get vaginismus later on in your lives wait later on in your years (laughs) you can get vaginismus the tightening of the muscles and um and having that condition even way after you've lost your virginity and it's Mm. the same with like it almost plants that seed in your mind that this might be painful so therefore it will be painful so therefore you don't lubricate yourself Mm. and and it causes, and you tighten your muscles anyway. Yeah, I, I guess it's maybe the fear. I definitely mm-hmm. had like um, my first three sexual encounters, maybe when I was like sixteen, um, were like when I lost my virginity, kind of like really short, kind of nothing fucks. And then when I got into my first sexual relationship when I was eighteen, sex for the first couple of times hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and do we are we saying hurt in like actually out? Or are we saying uncomfortable? I think it was like, ow. A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, it was like teetering on the edge of uncomfortable and pain. Yeah. yeah. I, it must just depend on the key in the lock. What what your vagina is doing, how thick or big your hymen is, and what kind of penetrative penis you're dealing with. Yeah. And of course, it doesn't mean to say that virginity has to be lost by penetration. It could, right. be, it could be anything. Um, yeah. But I think that is what we, we tend to go for with penetrative sex it and is, it's, it? virginity doesn't yeah. have to be painful and it isn't for a lot of people but mm. we've got this idea set up in our minds if we just use fucking lube would be fine yeah like be so what fine. is the deal with everyone is so um anti-lube. not anti-lube but it's it's <laughs> almost like people don't think of it as a as an option and it's like for me i don't know i no matter how like aroused i am if i'm using condoms Try. i kind of always need to use lube dry yeah so dry so it's recently i like i guess when i was younger i felt like i like i didn't feel like i needed lube when i was younger but now like when i have sex i use lube every single time i have sex because Mm. i don't get that wet yeah i just don't mine's the other way around like i think i didn't i didn't need it back then even though i was nervous and and scared but now i prefer using lube or actually it does depends now i'm i don't need to use lube but like before in relationships where I've been with people that I've fallen out of love with or I didn't want to have mm. sex with them towards the end sex would be painful because mm-hmm. I would just dry up and close up mm. and it was almost like yeah I didn't want to have sex but we did it anyway but yeah. you know you, you want to yeah. have sex but you didn't want to have sex yeah, yeah kind of yeah but I, I, mm. I really oh, yeah. hate it when you want to have sex and you're just completely dry so dry. And you're like I wish 
that my pussy would just reflect how I actually oh, yeah, feel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess, it, I guess guys are like that a lot with their with their, with their cocks yeah 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 because yeah, they could be so sure. fucking horny too horny yeah. and yet they <laughs> they might have um was it erectile dysfunction dysfunction disorders yeah. Um, yeah 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 i don't know if you've ever had the had the problem where you're too wet and you feel nothing uh, i get that quite a bit where suddenly i get to a point where i'm so wet that i, ca- I almost can't even feel the penetration or the feelings inside I actually wow. can't say I've had that problem. No. <laughs> wet ass pussy. Yeah, but yeah. Like, not even fun wet ass pussy. Wow. Just wow. like I feel nothing now. <laughs> and and neither did my partner Thomas. Mm. He would just be like, yeah, I can't feel shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Don't I was happen. gonna say because they wouldn't be, would be able to. Mm. Yeah, too much. It's too much. Yeah, you need a little bit of friction. Yeah, mm-hmm. little, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little bit of friction. Fuck three. The best fuck. Back in my like early twenties, mm-hmm. I was sleeping around a lot, and like it's interesting. I'm looking back on that sort of time now. Yeah, and like there's two different ways of looking at like a period of sleeping around, which a lot of people have, right? Yeah, because I think sure. it's like it's obviously. I think it's obviously dangerous to look back at any or look at anyone who's who is sleeping around a lot and like pathologize it and say that you know but then also I remember sort of with that whole sex positivity when that sort of first came to light people were talking about it like a few years ago and I think that there's also like yeah we we need to like add a little bit of nuance to that conversation now because I think Mm -hmm. there's also like you know I also don't want to look back at that and be like wow I was so empowered and you know, because it's there's this there's there's, there's different because you know I'm thinking about like there's probably a bunch of guys that I would not sleep with now that I did then. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying yeah. like or, or like you know it's not to say like all of those dynamics were amazing and healthy. Um, yeah, I feel like I can relate to what you're saying. Quite yeah, and I think that like you know it's 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 a it's an understandable response. I think that the sex positivity thing. And like the sort of anti-slut shaming things. I think it was important for us to have that conversation after like, you know, um, after having been subjected to so much shame around sex mm-hmm. for women, that is, yeah. for women to be enjoying sex or just, you know, being, yeah. you know, sexual beings without yeah. kind of, you know, you know, any kind of judgment in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, I think it's also important to understand that like you know there's this healthy and unhealthy ways of doing that yeah um like you need to respect your own body and your res- own respect to others as well yeah and yeah and and know what um yeah have respect for others and 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 have like a kind of like um a limit to what you'll accept and, and, mm-hmm. and just like you know cur- basic human courtesy between yeah. people yeah i don't know about you but like when i was going through that phase i hadn't really like been taught that much about consent so i definitely went through with a lot of sexual situations so many that so i wasn't enjoying no i didn't want to be in but i just kind of finished it just because i thought i should and it's quite it's actually really depressing like looking Mm. back and 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 realizing how many of your experiences are like that and it's not necessarily obviously there are situations which were non-consensual but also like i think what you're you're speaking about as well is like it's not necessarily that the guys in those situations were doing anything bad but it's that kind of societal pressure 
mm-hmm. where you just kind of feel obliged to go along with something and you mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable or confident enough to say, actually, I'm yeah. not feeling this. Because you're performing this, this yeah. kind of sexy yes, exactly. thing for a guy. And you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Right. Yeah. Like, I can't <laughs> yeah. hurt, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't hurt you. your poor feelings. Yeah. Yeah. You don't though... even know if it's an, you don't even know that it's an option that you can say, hey, no. I'm not really enjoying this. Like, I'd actually like, to change it up or do something else no. or just be like hey this isn't for me and I, yeah. I think we do mm-hmm. care care a lot about how yeah. we uh, how other people see us especially well, yeah. because we are trying to portray this idea yeah. that we are sexy and hot and we want to fucking suck dick all the time yeah and fuck all the time sexy um, and hot and also like chill like yeah like, and cool. super chill I'm yeah so cool yeah we're so cool anything. and we're not gonna fuck we're not gonna like chill. you know be like you know clingy or needy we're just gonna be cool girls who fuck yeah yeah and just yeah. fuck for fun because we want mm. to like all we want to do is just yeah give you yeah, yeah. i swear to god i've the amount of being on this dating app the amount of times people have said oh i can't wait till you suck my dick and i'm like that's a very selfish statement to have and i'm so yeah. bored of it now i'm so yeah. bored i i feel like weirdly though i remember when i was when i started dating again I was actually shocked at a lot more people were being open to like really loving oral sex, like yeah. cunnilingus. And I was like, this is, this is, yeah, definitely like a yeah. huge shift that people mm. are now talking about like our pleasure mm-hmm. and not just themselves. It's but interesting, it's- isn't it? Because, and then, but then also you wonder, you, I, I, you come across a lot of guys who are like, oh, I'm all about eating pussy. But it's like, but again, then, it's not really... Are you actually, actually is it for you? <laughs> Yeah, and also is it really kind of just like you want to brag about how great mm-hmm. you are? Yeah, I've definitely... I mean, it's, def- so, it's really hard to... Have you, have you... Has anyone had the experience where someone's like really bragged about their cunnilingus skills and then they go down on you and you're like, what? Yeah, I'm sure we've done that before. That, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've bragged about my blowjob skills and I haven't given an amazing blowjob every single time I've given a blowjob. Mm. It might just be that one poor person that I was like, yeah, I'm sick of giving head. And then I gave them head and they were like, oh. Ugh. And also like what you do, what your te- what your techniques are that work for someone right. and work for someone else. Uh-huh. It's yeah. also different, but it's it's that age of like learning. You get to a certain age, I think, in your 20s where you're like, okay, now I'm going to start communicating mm-hmm. what I want mm. and start communicating with the other person as well so I can find out what they want as well. Yeah, yeah no more time for fucking around. Just don't brag about your skills. Just say how much you love something. Like, yeah. I, I love yeah. I love eating pussy. I love mm-hmm. sucking dick. I love fucking, you know? Don't be like, oh yeah, yeah my sex I'm so straight. amazing at this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. It's dangerous. Unless dangerous you know play. you are. Unless you know you are. But that everyone, mm. I feel like everyone knows they are sick of bed <laughs> and sick of giving head. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't know because then, yeah, because you, you don't want too high expectations because you kind of want to surprise yeah. someone oh, with yeah, your skills. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's that better, is surprising fun. someone that is not fun, isn't rather it? than pushing that bar up there. Yeah. And being like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I'll make you come. Yeah, yeah, I will. And, you're, and then yeah. it doesn't happen. You're like, well, that didn't happen. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dating is a li- like a definitely a different ball game in your mm. late twenties compared to your early twenties. Yes, and I also think like the kind of dating like landscape has, has changed. Not, mm. I mean, that, I think that's probably more probably realizing that as I get older because it's like a change in my time of life. But I also think like compared to like five 
six, seven, eight years ago, maybe like it has changed because of, of like dating apps and like mm-hmm, the, yeah. our, our culture has kind of shifted a little bit in that regard. And it's like, yeah. I don't want to be that person who's like, oh, phones are bad. But, <laughs> and because I've met a lot of great people through like dating apps and websites and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like it's kind of like, it's almost like a given that you're gonna like that you need to develop a thick skin because people will be flaky and people will cancel on you and people will ghost you and whatever. Yeah. And it's, I just feel like it's such a shame that that's like that we have to accept that we can treat other people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because it's now just, there are yeah. so many apps, I guess, so many apps, so, so many, many apps. platforms that you have literally so much option. Too mm. much choice. It's it's too Wait, much. It's too much, and people. I think that makes people a bit more callous. Because it, I think I feel like a lot of people just sort of don't want to put any effort in because they yeah. just feel like, well, whatever. There's always like exactly. Other I um, have a lot of friends now who are turning away from using dating apps and being I've like, done that, actually, yeah. I want to meet someone in real life. Most I've done that. Yeah, relationships that I've I've heard of that have worked and that have been successful, whether or not they've stayed together or not, hasn't been through a dating app. It, mm. it's, it's been through meeting people and going out and actually bumping into people in real life. Yeah, because I feel like with a dating app, you already create this pre. conception of what the person is especially if you talk and chat for a long time like the best thing Mm. you can do is meet someone on there and be like let's meet for a drink and if that happens that happens and if it doesn't it doesn't you know there's no point falling in love with a character or catching feelings with a person that you've like filled in the lines and filled up the gaps and Mm -hmm. created in your head because everyone is so different in person than they are on so much so and also i think like (laughs) i think men are just really bad at selling themselves sometimes they can be yeah they they just like you know they don't know how to take pick a book pick a good photo of themselves themselves. it's also like so frustrating isn't it when you come when you swipe in or whatever and like group photos and it's like then no. it's like a game of like non-verbal reasoning where i have to figure out who the common denominator is uh-huh. yes. it's like four group photos and it's yeah. never the one that you want it to be no, <laughs> i think group photos are dangerous don't ever have a photo where, where you're with another no. person on a no. dating app it no. doesn't no. show off that you've got friends got pals, or family yeah. no, no people assume that anyway and the yeah. last thing you want to do as a man is putting up put up a photo of you with an arm around like another girl oh, i saw God. that so much so on hinge yeah. i'm like what what is this what, what, what are you, are you doing? trying to say here yeah like, i'm really you had good a, with girls I'm yeah fit. you have a um, you have a girlfriend already yeah. and you're looking for the next one yeah. <laughs> and even then i saw one where someone had someone had written in the description that isn't my girlfriend that's my sister and i was like i still don't right. want to see that like I, yeah. I believe that you have a family and yeah who yeah. are girls <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. Not necessary. Well. Is it? I'm, it really I'm sure isn't. girls do the same. Uh, you know, I'm assuming that yeah. we're all looking specifically for men, and we don't look at female profile data. I haven't looked. You know, yeah. we. we I, I haven't. I haven't necessarily looked. They usually sure like. Be- I mean, there's more like better taken selfies because we know what angles work for us. <laughs> we, we we give it a go. We practice mm. makes it perfect. The more yeah. times you take a photo of yourself, the more times you're going to get better at it and know what mm. works for you. And I think women do definitely know that and and men also i have i feel like they have this weird attitude of not caring so they're like oh i'll Mm. put up like a couple of photos and write one sentence and i'm like that is not attractive that is not what i want to see i actually want to see some effort into it otherwise i'm not interested i'm done i know yeah yeah okay i never actually talked about my best one did i (laughs) 
I know you. you <laughs> no, I just, uh, I just uh, realized that. No, I was just saying like, um, yeah, there was a bunch of people that I was sleeping with, like you know, around the same time that I already liked, and probably what was most fun about that, which I really liked, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think what was most fun about that was like just just seeing how you can kind of um, assume different kind of roles of people and like, you know, there's different ways to be dominant, different ways to be submissive. And it's just like exploring different mm-hmm. sort of person, like sexual personalities with different people and having, yeah. realizing that like good sex isn't like one thing. It can be, there's so many different ways oh, and different so dynamics. Yeah. And different like, and fun kind of like power dynamics that you can play with and, mm. um, and how you know you can enjoy one thing with one person and enjoy like a certain thing with another person and mm-hmm. yeah I was I remember there was like one time when I was like sleeping with like three guys called like I realized afterwards it was like they were like 19 29 and 39 and they were called Jack James and Johnny <laughs> the, 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 the yeah the spectrum of like, white guys through the ages yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all like three three well like really short Tom's, Ben's, Jack's. So many, yeah. Why do they all have the same name? Oh, I, I, it was like a, J- it's a yeah. it's trends, right? It's James, parents go through yeah. trends like, oh wow, we haven't mm-hmm. heard Benjamin Mark. in a while or yeah. Thomas in a while, and then all of a sudden you get like There's a thousand at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like all the guys in my life right now, all, like, all their names start with J, and it's just like so wow. many J's. It's really confusing. The Jack J's. Why Johnny? I'm fucking Tom's man. You like get- my brother's David. called Tom. My ex was called Tom. <laughs> my boyfriend now is fucking called Tom. I'm like. Like, are you actually kidding me? Like, yeah. I need to stay. I I met someone on field, and their name was something else. And he was like, "Oh, my name's Tom." And I was like, "I'm, I'm going to stop That's you right it. there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I can't do this again. Like, yeah. <laughs> no it's nothing more against Toms. you. It's against yeah, your name. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's so funny. You're just destined <laughs> to be with a Tom. Oh Jesus Christ! It's like <laughs> Freud was right after all. I do want to fuck my brother. Thanks. <laughs> This is a this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like Just fill out. <clears throat> Why is it so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I'm like, I can't <laughs> do this. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <laughs> with over a thousand, with over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey. (laughs) 
meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage. And also I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but (laughs) I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. (gasps) Oh, wow. So in all spirit of masturbation may... We're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, May, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind, like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like, not going straight into G-spot stimulation. She's explaining everything that, you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and they have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised Beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. Buck number four. The worst buck. thing is that there's so many unremarkable ones unremarkable that that would all like this is the thing as well like i've 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 spoken to other sex workers about this who've also said similar thing is that like it may doing sex work a lot um for a number of years makes you realize like 
sometimes if you're having sex in your private life and it's really not very good and you're just thinking oh i wish i would like i should be getting paid for this yeah mm. and it's really it's kind of it's mm. in one hand it's like it's quite depressing obviously but it's also like it's kind of revealing and it's interesting you know it makes you realize okay like i actually there is more that i can you know i can get out of sex it doesn't have to be like this yeah um, um what was like i don't know i think that what was the worst i mean i've definitely had really bad experiences with clients and that you know in terms of like bad skills um yeah you know just on, kind on of their part yeah on their part and i also just like you know obviously a lot of clients are married and i'm just thinking like well no wonder your wife just don't fuck you <laughs> what are you doing like you know just sort of like i don't know like yeah going down on you and they're like nowhere near Oh, and it's not it's not no. like i'm trying to get enjoyment out of these sessions like i'm not expecting it and i'm not even wanting it yeah it's like you still want to you... enjoy your job yeah know? right you still you know i'm still like you know you know engaging with what they're doing or trying to and you know they're just sort of like why are you licking around like the inside of my leg and expecting something to happen or <laughs> you know or just like I've seen, I've had a lot of guys who just don't seem to understand the very basic concept of doggy, which I think, I think is like the most simple, yeah, like one of the most sim- simple sex positions, because you're just the uh-huh. guy, if you're the, the penetrating partner, you're on your knees and you're just, it's a simple back and forth. But mm-hmm. like, there are some guys I've found who just like, kind of like want to mount you, they like, they want to get, I mean, that is also another position, right? When you're lying down on your, yeah, you know, when you're yeah, lying yeah, down yeah, on your yeah. tummy and that can be quite, that can be good as well. But yeah. when it's like, they're trying to like get onto, and it's like, no, you can't, the angle's not. And also there's loads of times when, you know, we're talking about guys who are like lose their erection or whatever. And mm-hmm. instead of just being like, it's fine, whatever, let's do something else. And man, mm-hmm. like they will try and like form, like fashion a boner out of holding like the dick, yes. you know? And yeah. they just try and poke it in mm-hmm. and it's like, you're making it worse. For everyone now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I've definitely had that experience yeah, yeah. as well. It's like, like, it's like really like, just no. Yeah, like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And trying it's like to squeeze can't... it in. It's like yeah, thumbing it's it in. Like, but also like I, I did get that. Soggy balloon. <laughs> when you're when you're losing an erection, I, I don't mm. have a penis, so I don't know mm. for a fact. But when you're mm. losing an erection, if you to try and get back into the mindset of it because it's mm. probably like their mind's gone off into somewhere yeah. else or they've yeah. had a bit of anxiety or uh-huh. they've just lost it for whatever reason. So you, the best way to do that is often or not to get it back by fucking and to getting back yeah. into it. So even mm. if you're, you know, if you're, if you, if you got a semi, you, you shove it yeah, in you and can, then you yeah. get into it. You it's can bring it back to life. Sometimes it sometimes. does work. It, it does work. I think if it's like a little bit, because and also it's like, that's the concept of like a cock ring, isn't it? it constricting it yeah. will keep the blood in but it's also like you can't play snooker with a piece of rope yeah and it's <laughs> and it's like it's just like it's, it's it makes it more if i feel like it oh. makes it worse when there's like a whole like if it's completely soft like let's just fucking, well, the, it doesn't know, matter when you're fucking and it's it's semi-soft yeah. and you get the cock bend where you can feel yeah. it bend out yes and you're yes. And, and it it takes a moment to push it back in yeah. and i feel so bad i've <laughs> I feel like because when I'm enjoying myself, I you know vaginas they naturally clench and push out. So mm. sometimes you can just be pushing it out anyway, and 
Uh, <laughs> if anybody deals with um, like a, a dick that's going soft or flaccid, talk about it. Don't ignore it. Just be like, hey, yeah. you know, it's it's absolutely cool. Like sometimes yeah. I can't come to you. You yeah. have to normalize it because a lot of men yeah. think that take it's the end off. of the world. Yeah, mm. take the pressure off. It's yeah. the end of the world that they can't get a fucking yeah. rock hard radio, which think... is what we see in porn all day, every day. So much, and yeah. it's it just doesn't work like that. The penis just doesn't work like that for a lot of people. It's like yeah. how not all women can come at the fucking click of a switch. Totally. And I think they also get in their, obviously they're getting in their own heads about their performance, but also they're mm-hmm. like, oh no, is she offended? Is yeah. she like upset? Because yeah, I she it's think like, that I don't fancy yeah. her. And it's um, like, bro, chill. Just, yeah. it's fine. Let's just, let's just do something else. Yeah. yeah. I, I think people just people just need to be open to communicating about it and mm. actually just chatting and also just having a laugh. Like just mm. like laugh about it. Just like, oh, it's not happening today and that's fine. We like, should our bodies don't always obey us. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Like we should be able to fucking have a laugh during like sex mm-hmm. is funny. Like exactly. <laughs> it's sex is hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> it's it just like yeah, we should be it's and it's also like, you know, you relax a little bit more when you, you just don't take it too seriously. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. <sighs> I don't know, probably there was just like, <laughs> there's this one guy that I was sleeping with when I was like, he was quite a bit older than me, which I have, you know, feelings about now. Mm. Bad feelings. But like, um, you know, when I was like in my early 20s and he was like some fucking like sex professional. And he had, what? Like, what do you mean a sex um, professional? He was like just a, like like a sex worker, or he no, just no, knew he, what was the just, fuck he, he was just he just he he was just he could fuck. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he could fuck. Yeah, he could fuck, and he had like it was like I think it was like the only time that I've had like anal when I've enjoyed it, um, because he was able to. I don't think I think a lot of, when it comes to anal, like it takes a lot of time to like relax into it. Yes. And he was able, he like, he had like a glass dildo and like, yeah, it just took mm-hmm. like loads of time mm. to like relax me. Nice. Um, so that was really, really good. But then, you know, I'm thinking about it now and it's like, but he never actually asked. <laughs> Not as in like, obviously, like how, as I was going through the whole process and it was mm. great and it was fine. And obviously I would have had umpteen opportunities to say no and I never wanted to say yeah. no. That's the thing. So obviously it was all great and good. But now I'm thinking back to it now and I'm just thinking like... We should have spoken about this. Yeah, it's it should be because it's, a you know, obviously something that he planned. Yeah. But without actually like explicitly saying... And it's not like I'm like, mm. oh, fuck him. But it's just like, maybe now we should be thinking more about saying these things out loud mm. and not just... Yeah. As, you're not just assuming that if they're not going to be okay with it, then they'll say no. Like, yes. yeah, what, what's you the know. difference between like a surprise? Because in his mind, he probably was like, "Oh, I'm going to surprise her with this, this, and this." Yeah, that's going to be really fun. And then the difference between just throwing something into the mix without that communication first. Yeah, like you know, when you get like a, for example, recently mm. I had a surprise thumb in my bum, and mm. if it, mm. oh, no, no, you know what? That's that's a lie. He did ask. He asked first. He was like, mm. "Oh, do you do you like any anal stuff?" And I was like, "I, I haven't had yeah. great experiences." Mm. And then before you knew it, there was a thumb in my bum, and I was like, "That feels fucking great." But he did ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 so weird, and it's funny because it's like I realize as well that you know, stuff in the moment comes up and organically, and that's okay as well. But mm. also, 
it's difficult because like we were talking about before like you don't want to come across in a certain way you don't want to you know there's not always an environment where you're going to feel completely comfortable with saying no Mm -hmm. and it's so like yeah all of these things are just like way more complicated than than people realize. <laughs> yeah. They're really complicated. You... Which is the it's just starting the conversation though. It's always mm. it always starts with communication. And if you're open and honest and you have the communication to start off with, then you're mm. more likely to like not get yourself into situations mm-hmm. where yeah. you feel like you can't say mm. anything. Mm. Do do you think you would have said no if he had asked? I don't think so, no. I think I would have said yes. Yeah, but um, I think it's just the act of asking that makes it okay exactly. To say yes. Yeah, there are so mm-hmm. many. There's like another situation I can think of, like where um, someone like came in my face, kind of like without any warning. Oh, yeah, I liked, I liked it, mm-hmm. and I think that because we'd slept together before, and he knows that's how I liked it. It was all right, and it was only yeah. after like months afterwards I was like, but wait a minute, what if it wasn't though? Yeah, because I, I had literally no chance to say. Because I would, yeah. because it just it was there was no like opportunity because it happened so suddenly. Like I, if I if it if if I did didn't want that, yeah. Then what? It, it's it's it is it's a it. I mean, there just is gray area, and it's there's mm. always going to be those moments where there is a gray area. I, like your experience was just making me think back to there was this one time with my ex when we were we we're having sex and for some reason like the air in the room kind of had like changed a bit and we were like we had like the adrenaline pumping Mm. and um like we we sort of without we spontaneously sort of started anal sex Mm. without Mm. having a conversation that it was gonna go that way but Mm. that's why like the sex started getting like exciting and like the Mm. adrenaline was pumping and like it was different and Mm. that like I really enjoyed the experience Mm. because it almost felt like I was fucking someone new because I was like this is a completely new sexual experience for us yeah and I didn't mind in the moment mm. that we hadn't spoken about it because I think if we yeah. had spoken about it, it would have ruined the yeah, kind of yeah, totally, totally. yeah totally and it also it depends on like such a fine line right, right. such a fine and I think mm. it also depends on like obviously like the the trust that you have already established with that person yeah, and, yeah. Like, you know if you know them well and it's different if you had just met them versus, yeah you know, this was like three yeah. years into a relationship exactly so years. that's like that is already so much more different than yeah although like it's still like even if you're in a relationship you do need to have conversations about consent and Mm, it mm -hmm. can't always be a given but right maybe i mean i was gonna say maybe you'd feel more comfortable saying no but that's just not not true like no yeah it might be even less and no such a harsh word when people say just say no like i don't i don't want to say no i want to say something that isn't no you're allowed to (laughs) say no but there are ways that you can say no without it sounding like no you've done something wrong yeah Yeah. a rejection it can be like Mm. hey i'm not sure about that or mm-hmm. um oh can we change this or like let's mm-hmm. try something else mm-hmm. um but then of course a lot of people might need the no for for a very clear yeah and it's, I'm not okay it's with so this. it's such a complicated thing though because i know that like um i've seen like clips of consent classes being taught in schools mm-hmm. right ah. which i think is a really important thing but then there's also certain stuff where it's like okay, before you go and kiss somebody, you should ask them. And it's like, to me, that seems really unnatural. Like, I yeah. I don't know, because it, again, it's like reading social cues, but obviously mm-hmm. not everybody can 
read social cues and pick up on that's them that's so true yeah as well so yeah. plus it's nice when someone just kisses you out of the blue right you're like yeah oh, but it, only yeah. if you want them to only if you want them to yeah yeah so otherwise it's I, fucking awkward yeah i don't know if i if i have a problem with asking i like being asked can i kiss you i think that's mm. really nice mm. um but then again I am confident enough to say no or yes. No, right, yeah. And like to, to deal with that, to deal with mm. how they deal with the rejection. Um, and it would be the same if I asked somebody, oh, do you mind if I kiss you? Do you mind if I push you up against this wall and right. put my hand in your crotch, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. It, but yeah. but, but we will, we've grown up with this non-consensual, like, you just got kissed at a party. Mm. and Or you just got fingered at a party and mm. then everyone was, like, talking about it. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, oh my god, so guys! I just got fingered in the in the cupboard. Like, yeah. there was so much. Why was there so much fingering? In so much, so much fingering, fingering on the bus. Yeah. Bus fingering. Fingering on the bus. I got fingered. Bus fingering. In, I don't. I didn't get bus club. fingered. But yeah, but club, club fingering. Club yeah. fingering. Yeah. And it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's like like being drunk at a club. And now yeah. with COVID, I'm like, oh, what the fuck is on your hands? fuck's sake i have just started seeing a guy the past couple of weeks and we when we try penetrative sex he comes in one or two minutes he said it's not really happened before he's had a girlfriend for a few years so he's definitely not inexperienced and we're very comfortable with each other so it doesn't seem to be nerves either i think he's a bit embarrassed about it and doesn't know what to do what can i do to help him last longer as we know as I know we would both enjoy sex more. Mm. I feel like this is just one of those situations where people just get embarrassed about their bodily functions. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just the same as delayed ejaculation is premature ejaculation. It is the mm. same sort of thing that's going on inside their minds. Um, mm. And it, it will still be, there will be still... There will still be a mental thing going on with him, mm. whether or not he knows it or not. It could be, yeah. I, I don't know, that he wasn't allowed to wank at home and wanking was bad. So he had to come and do it quick so he could just like clear up and get it out of the way with. Mm. Um, or it could just be that he really fucking fancies you. And the more he thinks about <laughs> yeah, it, the more he can't avoid it. That's what I was thinking. Like, it's probably just like, I mean, he said that he was previously in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that maybe now it's just like, oh my God, it's a new Mm-hmm. person and it's like it's it's a new exciting it's exciting thing new and vagina. like new yeah totally and everything's different and it's the novelty of it is like wow um, yeah wow wow <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i i know that they're like i had clients who would like have a whack before coming to the session mm-hmm. but sometimes that would like they just play themselves because they end up not being able to come so yeah, <laughs> interesting. yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's a it's dangerous because it's like you don't know how your body's going to react you yeah i I think it's i I don't think there's any problem with bringing it up it just depends Mm -hmm. on how you bring it up and i think yeah you have to normalize it be like i love it when you come quick but it's positive reinforcement i love Mm -hmm. it when you come quick but i was wondering if we can try and make me come first and then you can come as quick as you like yeah go down on me first or just make it like i think a lot of times with like heterosexual sex we kind of see the guy coming as like the fight that's the end of it like that's the goal and that's Mm -hmm. the end and it's like let's like not see that as like the final thing it doesn't have to be the end goal like you know after he comes then they can still 
do other stuff or yeah. even before or after like you know he could come and then they could like keep going and focus on her or like yeah. you know yeah just and kind of cha- yeah if he's not prepared to do that then you need to have a conversation yeah. for sure mm-hmm. but also there there is stuff that you can do for mm-hmm. early ejaculation like he can train himself to last longer mm-hmm. you can both train him to last mm-hmm. longer like you, you research edging like mm-hmm. he could practice edging in his solo masturbation but then you can also try it together like you could work with him with a hand job or a blow job or even sex and get to the point where he's almost about to come you just need to be really communicative and stop mm-hmm. and this will train start training his muscles to delay ejaculation like a little bit more he basically just needs to build the the muscles back mm-hmm. up in in his penis and yeah. i'm not saying that this is going to work for every single person that has this issue because it might not but it definitely is worth trying yeah and it's the yeah same also with, um... fun. Oh, sorry sorry no i was just saying edging hot sexy it's fun it edging is, is hot yeah. and sexy. <laughs> it is um, and I, I have heard from a couple of men about this you get like the the second wave so when you first start having sex you want to come really quickly but if you fight it and hold that in and don't give into those sensation then you then your body will come back around for the second wave and that's when that's when's like the best time to come obviously it's different for different people um but yeah yeah, you're you're right your penis is a it's it's like a muscle it's like when you go to the toilet and we do our kegels and we pee and hold it and pee and hold it and you need to do the same sort of thing with your penis to be able Mm. to learn to teach yourself to hold the ejaculation and so you can last longer and it's it's very doable people people can manage it it's just like going to the gym but for your dick (laughs) (laughs) it actually is it is it's the dick gym the dick gym gym. and i think there's also like i think you can also get like delayed condoms right yes yes yes. you can get numbing lubricants um Mm. durex have i can't remember what it's called durex have a condom where it's like um lubricated on the inside a slightly numbing thicker lubricant um mm-hmm. and so it can help you delay it a bit more um and there are plenty of other options out there mm. but you just have to be willing to try and, and open up to it and i yeah. there's no there's no harm in having a conversation the conversation might be awkward but that's only awkward because you haven't had a conversation like that before we yeah. haven't been taught how to do it we weren't taught how to talk about this shit back at school Absolutely or with our not. friends no. but just being cool about it be like hey like i yeah i love it when you come quick but yeah. i would really like yeah. for us to last longer can we try yeah. and figure out how to do that yeah yeah and it's i exactly. think as well it's helpful knowing that it's like a really common problem so and it's also like it's a really good thing to know that they're both like like each other a lot and mm-hmm. they're like you know comfortable with each other so that's obviously you know that's already got them halfway there yeah bonus fucking hell this week's sex story is last year i briefly met a beautiful american man through mutual friends one evening i'm just like oh an american man this is why i picked this story (laughs) a week later he invited me to his birthday dinner and we hit it off instantly the next day he spontaneously arrived outside my place in his unbelievably expensive sports car of course i found out then that he'd retired at 35 and was a millionaire Fuck off. what <laughs> this story does not end like 50 shades of a gray i assure you oh. <laughs> the sexual tension between us was explosive we spent 
We spent the day in a small coastal town. On the way back, I asked if I could drive his car. He seemed very intrigued and let me. As I buckled in and revved the engine, he reached across, unbuttoned my jeans. I raced along the ocean highway and he slid his hand into my jeans and fingered me. Oh, here's the fingering. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> He knew he knew all the techniques from edging to <gasps> hinting. I'll tell you guys, there's nothing like orgasming and driving a fast sports car at the same time. <sighs> Trying hell. to keep your car in its lane and wanting to moan and throw your head back. I felt so empowered after that that I held out from fucking him for almost another two weeks. Oh, oh, yes, I'm into that. Whoa. I'm really this into the idea. So hot. Yeah, I'm really into, but, the, into the idea of waiting to fuck. Like, this oh, thing yeah, about sexual yeah. tension, like, sometimes yeah. the sexual tension part is more fun than the sex. I, I completely agree, yeah. but also, does it fuck it up? Does it give you this, like, this um, apprehension mm. or this idea mm. of what it's going to be? And then when you get to it, it's, it's not like that. It, it, I guess it depends whether you already <sighs> yeah. have the sexual chemistry and you already mm. know it's going to be good. Yeah, it's. I, I it's, don't think I've had enough. It, it, enough it could go either it way. Happen, really. It could go either yeah, way. It could, yeah, that's, that's yeah, the thing with it. I do like the sexual tension. Sometimes it, you end up getting bored before you even meet them. You're like, the sexual tension was enough for me. I've wanked over this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's um, done now. The story was like... wild. It was wild. Yeah, I do have to put like... a disclaimer on the front of that. It is not recommended to be doing sexual stuff while you're driving a fucking car. So it's illegal to be on your phone. unsafe. Yeah, so unsafe. Yet, yeah, I think many of us have fucking done it. I've sucked my, my ex's dick so many times and made him come on the goddamn motorway. Whoa. And it is so... And the thing is, you have to take your goddamn seatbelt off to yeah, suck to his dick. You know yeah. what happens if, you, if, if your car crashes? Most of the time... The penis gets chopped off <gasps> in your mouth. <laughs> so be fucking careful, guys. It's very no. Kings and Leon. I mean, he might have lost a finger up her vag if they crashed. Oh, oh! Could you imagine the pain? That we're all for you having a lot of fun and making yeah. silly, stupid mistakes. But please, everyone, I would not <laughs> recommend having sexual encounters while in a moving fast car. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. I mean, that I, sounds great. Yeah, yeah, it sounds exactly. fucking good. That's exactly. a porn film right there yeah, and there. It actually yeah. is a porn film. She was saying that it doesn't end like Fifty Shades of Grey, but it but fucking it sounds like Fifty yeah, Shades like, of Grey. I was yeah. expecting it to end really badly, but... Yeah, I thought... <laughs> yeah. I want that. I want to meet an American millionaire. millionaire? Okay, yeah. so if there's anyone listening who's an American millionaire, just yeah. hit me up. I am yours, you baby. You be my American no, I don't know, man. If, you, if you've got the looks and you've got the money, you don't need to try hard. I would stay away. <laughs> stay away from what? Stay away. <laughs> just stay away. I'm like, stay saying. away from me? Oh, no, no. Not stay away from Florence. Hit Florence up. But I'll be telling Florence to be careful of you. Yeah. Oh, be careful of millionaires. Be yeah. careful of rich people. R- yeah, rich people and pretty people. people. They've never had to try hard. They've That's never had true. to work hard. Um, this is a, a huge, gross generalization, and I'm not yeah, saying this for like... every single person. This is a stereotype, but just, what? just what? But just caring, <laughs> what? <you know? laughs> hit, hit Florence up. I mean, we don't know. He could have broken her heart. She said she held out for nearly two weeks to, but we didn't get the end of the. She story. didn't get the ending. The ending yeah. was actually like he, he, his dick was shit. Yeah. <laughs> or, or she finally, finally fucked him, and he, and he left her. 
Um, yeah, you never know. know. And, he, and, he, and he just zipped away in his fancy sports Yeah, yeah. and was like, onto the next girl to finger. Yeah. Maybe he's Shit. just a finger. That would be genius. me, man. If I turn into a millionaire, fucking everyone better beware. <laughs> I'm just going to be hopping from body to body. Like, yeah, you want to drive my car? Yeah, I'll suck your dick. Let's yeah. crash. I'll bite it off. <laughs> I'll bite it off. I'll bite it off. I'll be dead, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, with that, I think it's probably time for us to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ria, thank you so me. much for being here. Thank you. Thank that you. was really fun. It's been really a pleasure. Fun. Where can various fuckers find you? Um, so my um, Twitter account is at Priya91X, but I also have a podcast with my pal. Um, Amazing. It's called Brown Town uh, Cast. <laughs> Such it's, a good name. Uh, I know, yeah. Um, we kind of, we, we do talk a little bit about, um, you know, like media and politics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, it's at Brown Town underscore cast is our, Amazing. Um, but we lo- we'd love to have like what you guys on. We'd absolutely oh, love that. Oh, would you? We'd love to. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll organise that later. Thank you so much for the Yes. And yeah. what do, how, how do we wrap up this motherfucker again? <laughs> I can't remember. Wrap up. So, if you have a sex story or sex question, please email them in at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. And if you loved this episode, give us a rating and a review. And remember to subscribe to this podcast if you mm. have not already. Best thing you can do, guys, is share it out. Word of mouth is the way that we get our podcast out, as well as follow us or retweet us no that's not the one tweet to us post us on your stories and we'll of course repost on instagram we are come curious or our personal accounts is read amber x and florence bark and you will hear us next week yeah if you're lucky mate yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky yeah. just bring mate. that pretty face to those fucking millions <laughs> <laughs> yeah just slide into my dms remember guys yeah, yeah yeah florence florence is ready she's she's on the hunt on the cunt hunt yeah <laughs> all right all right all right love you all bye, bye. <laughs>